Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Welcome to another episode of Nerdyverse here on Nerd Herder. I am J-Dub. I am the Boopus. You know me. And we are here um, starting a new little bit of a series, I guess you could call it. Um, I don't know, but nonetheless, for the remainder of the year, uh, for Nerdyverse, yes. uh, we will still have our, our main show over where we talk about Star Wars stuff. And right now we're talking about the sequel film. So if you are a fan... Or if you're not and you want your mind blown and, and your your thoughts stretched, you can listen to our main show episodes where we talk yeah. about nothing but love for the amazing sequel trilogy. You're getting perspective for Christmas. Yeah, right. Um, but as for uh, us and our nerds, uh, for Nerdy Verse, we will be looking at Spider-Man's. Ooh, it's Spider-Man. Um, the various iterations of them. Uh, leading up to the release of No Way Home, the third in the Marvel uh, Spider-Man yeah. movies. The furthest that anyone's gotten, no, well, other than Raimi. <laughs> other than Raimi, but maybe they'll do a good third one. <laughs> oh. Um, and so in yeah. leading up to that, we wanted to talk about uh, all of the Spider-Mans. We do. And so uh, each week we'll be uh, taking a look at that. And this week we start off with the er earliest film iteration at least um obviously not the first spider-man no um, have you seen clips of the 1970s uh i've, I've watched them oh yes i thought you were going to talk about the old um cartoon i was going to say oh, I've, I've watched dude the entirety of it actually all well no, i'm not going to say all but a lot of the spider-man cartoons are just absolutely on point really good, good. boys i uh, really like uh spectacular spider-man that's a newer one that's the drake bell one right I think so. Not problematic at all anymore. Oh, yikers. Um, luckily, it's just a voice and you can uh, forget you about can the person him. it comes from. Um, so, yeah. So, Sam Raimi uh, released, uh, along with a lot of help and a lot of input. Yeah. And, and Bruce Campbell. A lot of stuff. Uh, released a trilogy of films back in the early 2000s. The Spider-Man trilogy, as yes. it were. When, uh, when, when superhero films were being discovered, being... Yeah. Um, legitimized. What um, year was this? This was the first uh, released in 2002. Mm. And so um, really for the MCU, we have obviously Iron Man to thank um, the actual first MCU movie. Yes. Even before technically it was the MCU. But nonetheless, th there were intentions for that to go in a direction. But in order for Iron Man to have happened and for the MCU to come to what it is now, uh, first had to happen um, the Blade trilogy, the mm. Spider-Man trilogy. Ghost Rider. Uh, uh, Ghost Rider. Less, Say less Ghost so, Rider. No. It's Say not, Ghost Rider. That came much later. Excuse it, me, it, sir. It added nothing. It added my love. No, it didn't. You're just you're just doing it despite me. <laughs> I'm not, though. I genuinely love that movie. That had no positive impact. If anything, they were like, we're not hiring Nicolas Cage for any more superhero movies. And they did. <laughs> What? Into the Spider-Verse. Eh. He was fantastic in Into the Spider-Verse. He was a joke in that one. No, he was not. He it was, was his to be beautiful a joke. self. Do you remember the Christmas Quality Carol? Movies? Do you remember like the, the Christmas Carol about? movie? No. What With movie? Nicolas Cage in it? 
No. It was an animated movie and it had Nicolas Cage in it. Nope. I remember. Probably wasn't good either. I um, disagree. You are such a butthole to Nicolas Cage and uh, I don't understand why. Daredevil, though. That had something to do with it. It was a bad movie. Uh, and uh, No, it wasn't. I don't like Daredevil. Oh, well, I don't care. I don't like Nicolas Cage. See how it feels? <laughs> yeah. I did that despite you because I you spited Nicolas Cage. And I, it makes He's me upset. He's not a great actor, and I think it's fine to say that. Excuse me. Thank you for blowing out the audio. Uh, okay. Listen, man. Nicolas Cage is unironically my favorite actor. And that's fine, and I still love you. Yeah, sure. Uh, but... Of all the films that impacted the MCU, uh, Ghost Rider's lowest on the list, in my opinion. I just don't see... I Again, you can see the, the true threads from these movies, from the Blade movies, from all of the ones that were financial successes uh, that led to the MCU. Ghost Rider kind of just happened, okay. and nobody wants to talk about it. Sam Raimi's trilogy... And Ghost Rider are cousins. No, they're... Yes, they are. No. They're the same level of campy fun. I... It, look, look. I entertaining will, I support... Watch. No, they are not on equal ground at all. First of all... I have Ghost, such a good time watching Ghost First of all, Ghost, Ghost Rider did not come out until 2007 after these movies. Uh, if anything, they fail in that they came out the year that the worst Spider-Man movie to, to that date came out. So it was just a bad year for superhero movies. There's some salt happening today. Because they're not good movies. And I will I will not have you claiming that they laid a foundation okay. for the MCU. Here's how we settle the argument. Are they entertaining to watch? No. I disagree. <laughs> this is not about Ghost Rider. I've never not smiled while watching Ghost Rider. And well, and that's your problem. We've wasted five minutes on Ghost Rider. I don't this feel is like about, I've wasted time. I have, and this is about Spider-Man. If Go start a podcast with somebody else about Ghost Rider. If you ever want us to talk about Ghost Rider on the podcast. We are not talking about Ghost Rider. I refuse. Text me, not John. And do it on your own. As for me, I'm going to be over here talking about Spider-Man to myself, apparently. I'm talking about it. No. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy okay. them in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the same vein? Mm-hmm. Yes. In the same vein? In the in same vein. In the same vein? I, I like the colors. I think they are very pretty movies to watch. The, specifically the same Raimi Spider-Man I'm I talking about so right much. now. Okay. Look, man. Okay, the first movie is so orange, but orange is one of my favorite colors, so. It's, it's very chromatically <laughs> colored. Like a comic book. Yes, that was the point. Exactly. Um, it looks like a comic book. Right. And it, it's really it's really well done. They even have a lot of the early days. They didn't do as bad as X-Men did in terms mm. of trying to shoot certain things. Uh, oh, that's where you draw the line. I... Oh, X-Men, <laughs> X-Men is bad. X-Men is bad, though. No, it's not. Oh, worse? Okay. Oh, my gosh. I, it's one of the I things... can't trust your opinions anymore. <laughs> have you ever trusted my opinions? Yes, but now I'm calling everything into question. Well, that's your problem. You trusted me in the first place. Um. Anyway, so... The X-Men movies. We're not talking. No, no. I, I have to have some level of control of this boat. Good luck. And we're taking it to port. I'm taking the rudder, baby. My God. Spider-Man 2002. Speed of uh, Man. The trilogy began. Um, without talking about any of the lesser movies, can you share your opinions? On, like, wh what kind of Spider-Man fan where are you are you what what was your level of spider-man 
when this movie would have dropped? Well, I watched all three of them in the theaters, I will say. Okay. I yeah. I, I watched none of these in the theaters, yeah. actually. I had the benefit of having brothers and family who like to go to the movies. I mean, um, I did. We just didn't have money. Well, yeah. So thanks for true. shaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's kind of all we did for fun sometimes was we would just go to the movie theater and gorge ourselves on popcorn and try to wrangle four rowdy children into seats. I mean, if it wasn't Star Wars, generally we only went to the theaters during the dollar months of summer where it was like, hey, kids are out of school, so let's cash in on that and yeah. have a bunch of older movies. So it was just a lot of recycled movies usually during summer that that's, I got to watch. That's fair. Like, I actually, understand. I specifically remember, like, we had to have um, these, at least the first two, uh, were recorded on VHS. Oh, man. Um, it was one of those things where uh, I knew of the first movie, mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until catching glimpses of it uh, at my grandmother's house on TV where I was like, I need to watch this. I, and I you have, do. I have a dire need to watch more of this because this five minutes I got to see was so amazing. Um, and so I, I remember the first two at least were uh, recorded on probably like FX or whatever uh, station mm -hmm. uh, on VHS and then finally bought Spider-Man 3 on um, DVD. We had two later. copies of the Spider-Man 3 DVD at one point. I remember that when we got married and we merged our collections. So before the movies yeah. <laughs> though, so you saw the movies in theater, but before the movies, did you have any opinions about spider-man yeah i mean like i said i grew up watching you know cartoons i had brothers who liked comic books we spent a lot of money on comic books mm -hmm. because it was the only thing that some of us would read and so like i i had read yeah, readings reading yeah i agree um i had read spider-man comic books and i enjoyed them mm -hmm. so i don't know it was kind of a natural move to be a spider-man fan gotcha um, at that point it was just that and x-men that i was aware of i mean well around the same time definitely mm -hmm. um and like like it or not these films whatever your opinions on them are more formative uh, just because they're earlier yeah uh, obviously everything's a bit um if it weren't for the likes of ghost rider it uh, honestly that character might not have been as mainstream um mm. if it wasn't for a bad movie <laughs> uh so a lot of rude. people would like that was that was the first time i knew more i knew of the character but i'd mm -hmm. never seen anything and so um that was the first time i saw ghost rider and everything and so ghost rider is a very cool character it absolutely and i think that for the likes of them to show up in netflix uh series later on in new iterations and everything mm -hmm. um like that some of that wouldn't have happened without those films. Yeah. Arguably, we wouldn't be so needy for a Marvel Spider-Man if not for, for these films. And um, also them finally getting it right. Yeah, ab absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I have to quantify that statement because Tobey Maguire, fun. So you have... Great Peter Parker. <laughs> I was going to say, you have opinions about each of these. So yes, for this one, your opinion is that Tobey Maguire is a good Peter Parker. I think he is a great Peter Parker. Don't I think he's a good, like, nerdy teen at first i think he becomes a nerdy adult a little too soon but he does he was 25 and exactly in high school. <laughs> he <laughs> does let's be honest he, does he was the, a grown man he does the comedy very well of peter parker i think like he's he's funny and he's awkward and he's goofy so i want you to save the rest of your yeah like for 
each one because we are going to talk about the uh, Garfield films. Yes. We're going to talk. <laughs> no, yeah, a, a tale of two kitties. Can uh, we please talk about the Garfield movies? No, uh, the the only thing that I'll definitely not talk about more than Ghost Rider oh, is the Garfield on. movies. I'll find someone else to talk about Garfield with. Do it, um, Connor. If you want to come on the show and talk about Garfield, let me know. So. Uh, but because we're going to get into the other films, you'll have an opportunity then to talk yes, about those Spider-Man. But as far as here, because they have different um, Toby, uh, a good Peter Parker. I I thought he was, uh, I thought he was very well cast. I mean, he... I know Tom Holland gets a lot of credit. Yes, but I mean, I grew up with the um, late '90s uh, Spider-Man animated series. Yes, very uh, good. Something that financially. Uh, helped recover marvel it's funny how many times financially spider-man has saved marvel mm -hmm. um and that show being one of them when comics weren't getting bought and and so they got into a new realm um obviously yeah we have the old old spider-man series we have the old um cartoons but none of those were financial successes no uh, not, not enough to keep the company going like uh the uh late uh, Spider-Man animated series. So I grew up with mm -hmm. that and was a big fan. And that Peter Parker is a very particular Peter Parker. And yes. I think that Tobey Maguire is that Peter Parker. Exactly. The I thing you've got to remember about Peter Parker as a character and Spider-Man as a extension is that he is goofy. Mm -hmm. He is awkward and he is poor. <laughs> yeah. But, I relate to him. But he's... He's a very square kind of guy, yeah. too, though, in that, like, although, like, a lot of uh, these films and, and the animated series, a lot of his humor is dorky humor. A lot yeah. of it's just very, like, nobody else is laughing with him, and it he Spider-Man is cool, yes, but he's also kind of uh, goody two-shoes because he's just so upright. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the likes of Captain America and Superman get such accolades for their um, humanity and their... their uh, moral standards, but Spider-Man too yeah. has proven time and time again in film and comics and in shows, he's quite an upstanding and good guy. He good boy. And when you translate that kind of boy Boy Scout energy to film, I think mm. I think Tobey Maguire got it right. Very you know much what? so. That is exactly what it is. It is Boy Scout Golly G energy. Absolutely. That is one hundred percent Spider-Man Peter Parker. Peter he's he's Spider-Man. He's the one that represents uh, so well that just innate kind of um i mean more more some people are more in touch with it than others mm -hmm. uh you know need to do the right thing he's um, wholesome it, uh, yeah absolutely and so i i really like uh toby mcguire in these mm -hmm. they got a lot of casting choices uh right we'll stick to so Ooh, yes. going into the first film um which like i said i remember seeing just the um house on fire scene um, at mm. my grandma's house, and that was when I was like, "That's oh my god!" The definitive scene, I think, that, for a lot I, of people. Yeah, when you think of this film, I think that or the one with the parade mm. when they're on like the banister or whatever. With um, um, what's her face, Macy Gray singing? I guess I don't know who that is. It's the lady that's singing in the parade. I didn't know they were singing. I just knew they were skeletons, uh, and there was yeah. a float and stuff. <laughs> And uh, MJ's wearing a culturally insensitive dress. What is that? I I, I never understood that. There's no. also that scene where I guess they weren't very good. To be fair, it was Kirsten Dunst in, in the thing, mm. but it was like there's a scene where she's falling and it's very clearly she's like laying on something and just kicking her legs. Yeah. 
And I see that so vividly in my head of just like, that's that's not danger. I'm not afraid for her. Um, that, okay. While we're talking about casting, uh-huh. what do you think of Kirsten Dunst's MJ? Not a fan. Me neither. Um, she, she's very flat in general. I yeah. think she plays off of Toby very well in the key scenes, but in general, I'm just kind of, oh, Okay. But I also think that's partly because she was very popular at the time. Uh who her? Yes. Oh. Um well, I think it's just they didn't really know well what to cuz she's not like yeah, she gets the tiger lines and everything, yeah. but she doesn't really embody like a lot of my basis on who these characters should be is based on the animated series. So yeah. for me, that's the cool girl. That's the one where it's just like like I get the idea of like oh, she's a little out of Toby Maguire, Peter Parker's league, but in Big general, time. it's kind of like, I mean, I could see it. And, like, I think she has the air of, I'm better than you. But you're supposed to have that energy of, she doesn't give that, like, she's not saying that, but you can clearly see she is a little um, fiery, she's she's a little too much for this dorky guy to, to be with. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense, um, but that's what makes their relationship special, whereas here, it's just very much like, Okay, sure. Yeah. If that if that's who you want to go after, go like, for I it. guess. Um but I mean, I've seen much worse characterizations and yeah. acting in general. So I mean, she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um I definitely don't think and even though I like what they're doing with the modern films, I still don't think we've gotten a very good Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we only have the new films in this one because Andrew Garfield's films never got to get there, but mm. um, I just think for some reason it's a it's a hard character. I, yeah. I, I don't know why, but it it seems to give producers and directors and creators trouble. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Well, I think Zendaya is doing a good job. I I hope that No Way Home gives her more to work with because she is she is a great actress. Yeah, and it, it's definitely a very different take, and that's why I say like what she's doing for their MJ is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like sometimes that that's what you have to do is you have to completely recharacterize someone to make it work because um, this is just this she's very much a vehicle for the the greater characters yeah. right she's she's a vehicle for Peter and Harry right she is a trophy and unfortunately a lot of the time in early two thousands movies a girl's personality and, is just girl and that's literally like her point in a lot of these movies so um, yeah and you also get James Franco as Harry now that we Ugh. mentioned it. Um, yeah. Can we just what, get a collective ill? What from you the think audience? of James Franco's uh, all out there? Um, I thought he was okay. I thought he was very he good was in the third one. He actually. plays a good like douchey Rich, teen. Yeah, he plays the character very well. Of like, because I was. don't, I don't realize the privilege I have. I don't realize the difference between me and my best friend. I don't like, and I, in, in, in one way, I like that how that was portrayed throughout the films of like, um here's this rich kid hanging out with this poor kid and they don't care they're just friends but then at the same time that's supposed to be part of the tension eventually and i think yeah i think they did that well and i especially in the third one when he gets to be a character and and doesn't get outshone by other villains i think he does a really good job there Mm -hmm. Uh, i liked evil harry what they did with it for these films it completely changed the way i say so good (laughs) <laughs> for the rest of my life um that pie gif it gets me every single time and so and then you've got i mean arguably the only man who could have and uh, i guess okay. still only one who can play he's the only Green one that Goblin. can do it 
Um, it's like trying to recast Neo or Iron Man. Like, I mean, it's going to come. It's going to come up eventually. It's going to happen. Um, but Willem Dafoe is uh, amazing as um, as Norman Osborn and as the Green Goblin. I think that was the most perfect casting choice in the entire franchise. I, I, I think so. I think it's one of those things where it's like they cast um, Toby, and we're just very much like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be good. This and so then good. They got Willem, and then they were like, "No, oh. this is the good one. This is everybody perfect. else is going to have to live up." Like, and then he there's, dies. There's something about the villains, though, yeah. uh, of these films where they get the villains so right. And and again, we've praised Toby, but for some reason, they outshine him. Yeah, every single time. Like um, as much as I dislike the third movie, mm-hmm. Sandman, absolutely very well played, absolutely. Very well done. Um, Venom Thomas Church um, who's an amazing guy I I, oh my god I love so much that he's the lobster in um, the the Suicide Squad yes uh, stuff it's so good Um, not the no oh my god what is wrong with my brain I I know know what's wrong wrong. I know what's wrong with my brain 14 hour work days yeah Um, the lobster from Hellboy you haven't seen this movie you have no point of reference I'm sorry but he's but I've heard about it he's amazing um Okay. He's just a fun guy. He 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 is in in everything he does, but he's also a really he's a, such a dad. Mm-hmm. He's got super dad energy and I Big think dad he energy. brings that to everything he does and that's why you're either like Haha, he's so funny and goofy or you're like oh my god, I'm so emotional right yeah. now. <laughs> like He's not a daddy, he's a father. He's yes. <laughs> I love you, father. He um, he's got a dad body. He's got a father figure. Goodness gracious. So uh, any anything big and outstanding for the first one um, um, since we've kind of spent a good bit of time? I want to go ahead and get to the... And and, and yeah. for, for everyone's perspective, that's what we're doing really is we're just talking in general about these yeah. movies. We're not doing big deal reviews, although maybe I'll ask you to give an overall yeah. idea and rating at the end. But um, Yeah, here's, here's the thing. I will give my favorite scene and my least favorite scene. My favorite scene is the wrestling scene because it's macho man Randy Savage. (laughs) That's not fair. Bone saw is Randy. That is not fair. Okay, but it is a good scene though. It is. It is an excellent fight. But you're biased. It's fun to watch. I'll allow it. And it's got Bruce Campbell. I've already given you a heart. Every every movie has (laughs) Bruce Campbell. You can't base that you're like oh my goodness I've I've already given you enough hard time I'm gonna allow okay. it so we can move on <laughs> okay 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 yes but that is my favorite scene okay because it's very well it's shot a, it's a good it's a scene. good scene okay, okay. not just here's movie even though he is my favorite wrestler um my least favorite scene is the kiss in the rain scene because that kiss is gross <laughs> okay it's upside down it's up it's upside down there's way too much tongue there's too much nipple. Too much, so nipple? much nipple. There's nipple. There's nipple. Like you can see her through her shirt almost completely, which I know is the point because you're I, putting Kirsten Dunst in the rain. You're I put actually her in a thin did not shirt. realize that. Yes. Well, you were not a queer kid trying not to be queer. I was just, I was just more so just like, is that comfortable? Because like not, his nose is in her chin and her her nose is in his chin and it's just not sexy. I just feel like how. Which way do you duck at that point? I and don't also, know. they just met. That's a little bit weird to be kissing right. someone it, that intensely. It's very much uh, a little crossing boundaries a, a yeah. little bit. 
Um, I, I get that. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's a very wet and very gross kiss. I, I really don't have a least favorite scene. I can't like think of anything where I'm just like, meh or 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 whatever. I, I think yeah. this is a really, really solid movie. Oh, it's very good. Um, I I do really love um the uh, uh the origin moment you know when mm. when uh uncle ben is shot and everything i cliff robertson played him and i think he job. was a very i think i thought it was a good uh casting for oh. that um aunt may too she was a great casting yeah um and and i'll say that uh rosemary harris as mm. aunt may gets uh more moments later on like when uh, in later films, Toby reveals who he is, mm-hmm. and and when he says, "I was there," like there's there's later scenes that give them uh, the kind of chemistry I thought that Uncle Ben and, and Peter had in this. Mm-hmm. Um, that that scene really does, e- even if you know what's coming, I thought that it was so well done that it really does get you in his feelings of I'm gonna go get this guy, I'm gonna go punish him, I'm gonna be not a hero, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to be vengeance. I'm going to get a uh, revenge. I'm going to be Batman. Um, you know, like, I, I feel like that one, other than just being like, oh, boo-hoo, it, it really warranted the emotion of that scene, in my opinion. Um, but I, I love so much of it. Yeah. Um, I love the uh, first time that, like, right after uh, uh, Norman Osborn gets juiced and becomes mm. the Green Goblin, I, like, I love... A lot mm. to do with uh, Willem Dafoe. In it's a this. very good jump scare, too. Mm-hmm. And that's what—that's where Sam Raimi's like horror background and and um, dealings with the macabre work well because he gives a lot of jump scares to this. The the dinner scene where mm-hmm. um, Peter's coming in late after being Spider Man and uh, Willem Dafoe's almost like hunting. He's in—he's—you can see he's like wearing a human suit of trying to be yes, normal. That is a great but word for the it. The Goblin is him. Yeah. Now. And so uh, almost this sort of induced schizophrenia is going on, and And it's really interesting. Kind of an Evil Dead reference with him in the mirror. And so, um, yeah, a a lot of what I I really enjoyed has to do with Willem Dafoe and and Raimi's acting. uh, Not acting, uh, directing. Yeah. Ah. Ted Raimi does a great job. Ooh, J. Jonah Jameson. We oh, that's to right. Mention. He's in this. Oh, yes, yeah. He is. Um, Ted Raimi's in everything. <laughs> uh, who, who was the guy um, that plays him? Oh, oh, oh. J. Jonah Jameson. Ja, 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 ja. He, uh, he was in those what commercials. Is his name? You would think we know, but. You'd think. Um, he's, he's J.K. Such, Simmons. There J.K. We go. Simmons. He's such a great actor, too, even outside of J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Have you ever seen Whiplash? Yep. Good movie. Um, yeah, it was. Very good casting, obviously, because they're bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think of all the people to bring back. You've got Willem Dafoe. You've got J.K. Simmons. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, honestly, we've 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 uh, got it all at this point because as we move on to the second movie, um, we realize that Alfred Molina is coming back. Oh right? my God! It's Alfred Molina, um, the arguable best villain of these films in my opinion not arguable at all i think like i think everybody this movie came out at such a pinnacle moment for i think a lot of our peers Mm -hmm. because we were all just at the right age to experience something amazing yeah so whereas the first one was very introductory and a lot of the action was very quick leading up to one big climax Mm -hmm. um spider-man 2 replaced that i think with uh all right 
you're in for the ride yeah. now. We can go from the beginning. Um, this is a, a, a seasoned um, Spider-Man at this point. Um, he is very adept at being Spider-Man and Peter. Mm-hmm. Now, gone are the days where there's too much of this. Oh, are they going to? You know, he's he's very good at um, mm-hmm. going between the roles and everything. Another great use of Sam Raimi's act, or not, <laughs> I did it too, <laughs> directing horror background, because this movie can be scary at yeah. times. Uh, again, he manages to work uh, those things in very well. It makes me so excited for Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, with these, uh, with or with Spider-Man 2, um, Again, we get a more experienced uh, Spider-Man in this one, I think. But I, like, there's only so much you can escalate with Spider-Man. Um, so the really big focus is on who do we pit him against. Um, and like we mentioned, Alfred Medlina is brought in as mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Octavius. Uh, Doc Ock uh, as yeah. is, is used as a joke in the very No Way good, Home though. trailer. Because um, <laughs> it is kind of silly. It is very silly. Um, you I will know. admit, like, he does such a good job as Dr. Otto Octavius before he's Doc Ock, where mm-hmm. it's the joke with the, uh, yeah. has anybody lost a roll of $100 bills wrapped with a rubber band? Well, we found the rubber band. That, right. I love that so much, and it does so much to build a character that you feel so bad for when they lose their mind. Yeah, and, and that's, and, and. Obviously, they put a lot of weight on who they bring in to do these roles because, obviously, I mean, if you're looking at the cast list, um, everybody should be honored to be acting with oh, Willem Dafoe absolutely. in a Green jumpsuit. Everybody should be honored to act with Alfred Molina on top of a train. Like, you're talking about titans of acting, mm-hmm. uh, well-established at this point, coming in to bring a bit of uh, theater to a very otherwise action and fun uh, brand. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, if not for the acting of the villains, most of these movies are just fun. Yeah, I mean, they were building a Sinister Six. You cannot tell me any different. Um, I they think... were not building... I, no, I, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> if if Raimi hadn't gotten so frustrated and left before Spider-Man 4, yeah. maybe, because um, it was really... They were trying. Stereo. I would have loved that so much. But um, I think that's part of it they got a little yeah. too hungry and and what you see is when you get into spider-man 3 and and obviously we will spend more time on that but you trade out um acting heavyweight uh villains for that guy from generic, that 70 show generic copies of our our main character yeah. um which here's the thing i freaking love topher grace oh absolutely he's such a nerd god forbid anything crazy ever happens because i'm now recorded saying that but i as of now and everything i know about him i really love him here's the thing it i did not say that that guy from that 70s show derogatory oh yeah (laughs) he's a delightful human being i didn't like anybody in that show i i I never liked that show so but for whatever reason from this point on that was my office i followed him very well and and i've enjoyed Mm -hmm. his nerdiness his 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 him i enjoy him and that's made me enjoy the characters he plays more. Yeah. Um, he was Eric Foreman. And who? The guy from that 70s show. Oh. <laughs> I, said, I say it like you know, because you didn't watch it. But no. like I said, it was my office. Um, While everybody else was watching The Office, I was watching that 70s show. And although he's really great, he's not Willem Dafoe. No. Or he's, he, and arguably, 
the guy you get to play Venom never was going to be, but that's why it shouldn't have hinged on him, in my opinion. That's why you get Tom Hardy to play Venom. I, I haven't, you still see, haven't I seen still it. haven't seen it. You need to watch it so much I'm, and then so scream I'm told. with me. So I'm told. So in this one... You need to watch um, it for pride. Yet, yet again. So in the first one, there's not really a city spanning a, a big uh, villain plot. It's literally no. just... In the first one, it's Green Goblin being evil. In this one, it's a gone crazy doctor trying to complete his work. Mm-hmm. Um, the work that killed his wife, yes. Right. Um, under the influence of his robo-appendages. Which are incredibly cool. Which I really liked the idea of, let's not just make it a guy that put on a backpack and became evil. Let's yeah. explain. <laughs> I, well, because I mean... It, I love that concept, though. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm sure an evil scientist out there would find an evil backpack and continue to be evil. My backpack is evil. It has tried to kill but me. I love so much more uh, a character who uh, was his own and good and genuine person yeah. under evil influences and explaining. Yeah. I mean, these were the early days of AI. It and, fried and his brain. Lots of that. Absolutely. And yeah. um, I, almost oddly again, very schizophrenic in the sense of you've got yeah. these voices, you've got these hallucinations and influences. It's weird um, how Raimi's kind of obsessed with that because that's kind of what the symbiote does to Peter too. Yeah, and a joke that is Sam Raimi, to, are you okay? <laughs> a joke that is funny to two people. What's evil about the backpack is that it has no applesauce. Right, uh, backpack for oh, your applesauce apple uh, for your miniature son. Apparently, is really what it is because that's the whole deal. Um, miniature son dr him. octavius is trying to do that it's this idea of infinite energy i guess yeah. and for whatever reason the the octo arms want him to complete it and that's never really explored and it doesn't Hyper need to focus be. baby it, it well exactly it doesn't need to be these appendages were created for a task and they mm-hmm. want to see it through exactly they, they were literally created to help control this infinite energy resource and that's all they want to do and it just means that they're going to do whatever they want, even if that's crushing people's faces and, you know, fighting yes. men in tights. Killing a doctor that makes a dumb joke. One of the best daggum action sequences. The Dude. train sequence in this is oh incredible. Oh my gosh. And we're getting another one. Oh right? my gosh. It's going to be so freaking good. Um, I can't wait. And, and so, yeah, I, I really enjoy this. And obviously another kind of sideline plot point that ends this movie is Harry finding out the truth because yes. obviously it's not a big deal to find out your friend is Spider-Man unless Spider-Man, quote-unquote, killed your father. Yeah, quote-unquote, even though you find out in the third movie. I, this, th- this dagger, your father killed. Uh, if you've never seen the outtakes of this like 90-year-old so man <laughs> who can't even read his lines, it's adorable. Don't get me wrong. I don't hold it against him. He's 80, 90, whatever years old. But... It's so dang funny that he can't even get one line right. The wounds from this. The wounds the, from your hand were your dagger's father. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> no. Wrong movie. Um, yeah, and so, and and I really love the very goofy, hammy uh, thing. Like, you get the whole mask is ripped off. Thunder and lightning in the background. Of, yes. Oh, my friend. Um, <laughs> and then like, backflip. Anthony. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I, I, it works so well it does. for 
no good reason because what's amazing about these movies and this one in particular because like i said they did go action and and even like you mentioned horror heavy they still cross so many boundaries they they do so much with these movies and it's the brilliance of Raimi and his team i really think that are like hey we're not gonna be boxed in just because this is a comic book character exactly and that's what i love so much about Raimi's directing style is that he does not take himself that seriously absolutely everything is so much fun to watch um so uh since you started this trend um favorite and least favorite thing from this movie Oh, man, the train scene is my favorite because it is so visually pleasing. It is so beautiful. Very fair. The action is so well choreographed. Ugh, Doc Ock looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And I love the behind the scenes uh, before they put in the VFX of him singing, if I were a rich man. Yeah, I I love actors in suits uh, doing goofy stuff before the sets. Because Um, he was on Fiddler on the Roof. People just having fun uh in between things it's it's great yeah it's so great um hmm do i i don't know i feel like for the rest of the franchise my least favorite thing is gonna be james franco (laughs) because Um, i don't like james franco as a person that's not fair but okay (laughs) (laughs) not fair to the movie i'd say um totally fair to the person yeah um i don't know uh yeah i mean i can't think directly of anything i'm least uh interested in in this um again I, and of this trilogy, this is my favorite. I think it's Agreed. the best. And prior to the MCU, I think it was arguably the definitive superhero film. And I'd even say that it stacks well against some MCU films. Yeah. Um, Agreed. There are a lot of things that aren't apples to apples, of course. But mm-hmm. in general, in terms of quality, in terms of understanding characters, in terms of crossing boundaries of, of genres and everything... This film is hard to beat. Um, and so uh, I, I like a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the thing I really love is, uh, you know, because obviously in the first one, there's not much saving to do with uh, Norman Osborn. No. Here, um, you know, uh, 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 Peter has a personal relationship with Doc Ock. And so he's trying to save mm-hmm. the person. Uh, he's not just trying to win, right? And so I love that he flips some of the um, uh, yeah. influence that this mentor has given him of sometimes yes. you have to give up your dreams, you know, and it's this idea of, you know, a wise man once said, and it's just like, dang it. I love. You're hitting the, me with my own advice. Exactly. I love the the moment of clarity. And, and that's, and like, that's Peter. vividly what I kind of remember from that moment most of all is he's obviously lost in his craft and everything but it's that one thing um, that anchors him again and all of a sudden he realizes who he is again and I'm a doctor and and I I'm going to do uh, the right thing whether it's my dream or not and I'm going to end my work I'm going to put myself at the bottom of the ocean um, and so I that that ending although you could stack anything he does as doc ock or or dr octavius and you would be right in saying it's some of the best of this film um i just i just really enjoy oh i i know what my least favorite thing is the the scene where they're in the coffee shop and he's about to uh uh spill the beans and a car just comes crashing through the window you don't like that so you want to find spider-man yeah so your goal is to kill the man that can lead you to Spider-Man with yeah. a car through the window? Yeah, man. 
How else does that work? Cool action scene, but it's one of those things where it's like it was literally it was done for the action scene. Yes. Uh, made no sense. Um, although after that, you should definitely be saying like, "Man, this nerd is really spry." <laughs> also, let's point out the fact that MJ gave up on marrying a astronaut for Peter Parker. Uh, what about? I, I get. Oh yeah, what, that yeah. was a thing in this. That one, was I guess. J. Jonah Jameson's son too. Because they were sent. Yeah. Well, that was always the deal. That was. Mm-hmm. Um, that was who that character uh, always like, was. Who brought back the symbiote? Astronaut or Spider Man? If you had to choose right now. Astronaut. Astronaut, right? I'm gonna get kidnapped a lot less by being an <laughs> astronaut's wife. Unless it's the DC universe. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, good transition into yeah. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, the uh, bad one. <laughs> a problematic film, to say the least. Um, it's still fun to watch. It, Let's it be is. honest. I, I, at the very least, you can still have fun. Yeah. Did it not land well? Did it not do no. what the other two before it did? No. Fair. But they still managed to make something you can watch. Like, it's Was still... it goofy as heck? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Um... And and starring now Star Wars alum um, mm. Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah, um, as, as Gwen uh, Stacy, yeah, she didn't get her neck snapped. No, they didn't get time. They <laughs> they ran out of time for this. The, the, but I I like the I too like, many neck bones. I like not the my Gwen Stacy inclusion of MJ first that kind of falling apart, yeah. and then introducing Gwen Stacy versus the original where there was Gwen and then MJ came along later. I like the idea. Of how that adds some flavor to the re- yeah. the relationship dynamic going on because that's that's the only thing that really gives um, Kirsten and, and Toby really anything of value here is yeah. I think the tension of how they're going to take these next je- what they're really going to do with the rest of their lives. Yeah, um, it's a good point, and that has been explored in several different Spidermans. But like, yeah, this is this one does it okay. It's fine. I mean, this movie in general is fine. Like you mentioned, um, uh, Sp- uh, Sandman, uh, Thomas Church. Uh, so good. The best casting of this. If you if you had to give a best casting choice to each of these films, it's obviously Willem Dafoe, uh, Alfred Molina, and Thomas Church. Absolutely. Um, although me and my bias, I'm really glad they did get Topher Grace. Oh, yeah. I, I think he is a fun foil. Well, Very comic booky. Like, you, like, you know, you want a watered-down evil clone of... of Peter yeah. Parker, you get Topher Grace. I, Which, I think he did that part well. My main problem with this movie, like, I, I hate to start it off on a negative, but you could really tell that they didn't want to flesh out Venom as much as he could be. He was meant to be almost, just a foil. I almost wonder if they even really planned on going Venom. No, um, probably be- not. I, I really wonder if it was meant to just really be I'm dealing with the symbiote. I reject the symbiote, and now I'm going to go save the day. Yeah. And the symbiote kind of lingers off, and that's the tease of, well, we know what the next villain's going to be, and then you get a chance to really flesh out um, uh, Topher Grace's character mm-hmm. uh, as well um, as Venom in general, because yeah. the whole Eddie Venom thing—that's uh, what Venom with Tom Hardy's film has done right, and I can tell from so good. not even watching it—is that you. It's a relationship, guys. Right, you characterize both sides of it. Um, that's what the animated show did very well. With this, it's literally just, this is my power-up for the f- big mm-hmm. finale. Um, yeah, there, it, it, there's no character to the symbiote. You read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> right. That's that's what it feels like. 
Well, and that's the thing is it's just like the Venom is a character. Venom yeah. is a character apart from Spider Man, Eddie Brock, Flash Thompson, yeah. any of them. He is a character. And here it's not that, it's just evil goo. <laughs> it, like it, evil goo was my nickname in college and that's why i say i feel like the intent was to leave that as the next thing yeah and they were so afraid that the next thing wouldn't happen that they pushed this in as the big finale um because it really seemed like what it should have been is um you know peter parker swoops in uh now gallantly sure of himself as spider-man and and with his uh powers returned and everything and he saves the day um, loses his friend, but you know, book ends that very well. Uh, makes amends with the supposed killer of his his mm -hmm. his uncle. Good movie. Yeah, I th like. Obviously, it's Decent. all imagination, but I yeah. feel like that's a good ending. It, but then it's just like, no, let's go big. Let's let's go big. Let's do let's three give guys. His, his big villain. Yeah, but you don't build him to be the big villain. No, Venom is not built to be the big villain. Nor is Hobgoblin, if we're being honest with ourselves. But, Hobgoblin was not set up in the slightest. But I think that serves its purpose well. Is that that's what it's meant to be? It's supposed to be the sad little boy flailing at an attempt to redeem uh, his his family name yeah. and to save his father, who he never really loved and who never really loved him the way he wanted. But it's this idea of well, but you took him from me, and it it's just this idea that. You keep getting what I want. My father liked you more, and you killed him. Uh, MJ liked you more, and now you can't seem to tie the knot. You keep wasting what I want, and he's projecting, and he's just—it's sad. He is incredibly pathetic. It, it's 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 supposed to be yeah. pathetic, and from my perspective, like that's how I've taken all of that. It's this build up to this very yeah. sad and pathetic attempt at being a villain, when that's just not who you are, dude. Yeah, it's Kylo Ren all over again. But bad. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly executed Kylo Ren. Uh, he's got a Osborne. surfboard uh, okay. or skateboard or whatever. I, I kind of like the glider. That's so. I, I mean, it's eh, bad, but eh. I like it. I'll give you the glider, but the, ma like, the mask. Like, no attempt to actually goblinify yourself. No. And also, the pumpkin bombs? Where, where oh, are yeah. there more we, pumpkin bombs? We went from pumpkin bombs that disintegrate people, yeah. vaporize Very them. Very cool. To. Boom. Minor inconvenience yeah. to your face. Yeah, that healed very quickly. Like, did you get skin grafts there, right. Gary? Uh, did, did Grandpa, uh, you know, uh, put you in a back to tank before revealing standing. that your father's dagger's son, dagger's your, glider. It came from your father's <laughs> glider. <laughs> right. Uh, only, only the dagger tells. Um, God bless that old man. How did he know? Uh, he tin uh, His whole thing is, uh, I tended to your father's wounds that night. The, 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 it was his glider. <laughs> okay. Okay. Spider-Man could have just picked up the glider and okay, like pep, pep. skewered him. Like Also, wasn't he already dead by the time he got back to? Who that? Uh, Norman. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was dead. Almost cut in he half. Got... So why would you need to tend to he, his wounds? He got sh straight up just <laughs> jackknifed. He got owed. Yeah. I mean, like he, Which is he a was great dead. line delivery. Which that, that, oh. that final thing when he's like, don't tell Harry. Smack! Yes, it's <laughs> like, so good. Golly, commitment! It's so good. Anyway, so this movie, um, the good villain is, is Sandman. Yes, the good I, villain is. I feel 100 like it's so repetitive. Sandman. I feel like it. it I, I don't know what else to give you. I mean, we've had how? some good things to say about Harry, I guess. Yeah. But... Eh, fine. Um, how good was the scene 
his origin scene where he's in the sand pit mm-hmm. and you know forming and then the locket and then just oh your heart yeah that that was some of the early days of i mean so they good. had to create so much new software to be able to do that scene mm-hmm. uh and to get that right I'll but say, i think they did and i, I yeah. think it turned out very good and and again you make a good villain by making them yeah. problematic and, and relatable dude all of the sandman effects are so good in this movie oh yeah so pretty um a very well done execution of a of arguably a more interesting character to mm-hmm. make uh well interesting and and villain like because he's just sand and unless you're Anakin Skywalker that's not that threatening <laughs> uh especially when you've had you know a military gl- grade glider uh with you know schizophrenic on board when you've gotten <laughs> you know a, a crazed doctor with uh terminator arms like Pentacles. sandman yeah is kind of lower on the list do you, um, okay. But they at least make him interesting in the yeah. fight sequences and everything. Absolutely. Do you remember that this was this is early days of the internet? This well, not early days. It was two thousand and something. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember on forums the argument of is he really Doc Ock because he only has six arms? No. They're forgetting the legs. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's four limbs on each side. See, I legit never thought about it. Yeah, and then I. I just never cared and then all of a sudden i realized oh i got into several arguments with people because they were like the legs don't count it's about arms the octopuses don't have arms they have tentacles in the first place exactly they're all legs (laughs) except Um, for one which is a penis he's got eight appendages exactly yeah um yeah i mean i think this movie is uh it gets enough right to be decent Mm -hmm. um but it definitely failed in the sense of I think at this point, uh, there was so much at stake that from the corporate side, from the business side, there was a lot of deciding factors going on that just, because I think the first two films, although they might have had studio influence, were very Mm -hmm. much left to, look, if you make something that makes a lot of money, we're going to leave you alone. Versus now, it's just like, oh, this is clearly making a lot of money. Here's what's going to make you even more. It's like, well, you don't want my movie to make a lot of money for me yeah you want it to make a lot of money for you and i feel like you're just shoehorning a lot of things in that you don't understand no 100 percent no and to keep my job i kind of have to do it mm-hmm. um you know sam Raimi has said that like if he got the chance to make his movie people would have probably liked spider-man 3 he, he probably would have gotten to make spider-man 4 um i'm not in the opinion though that it should be revisited. I think no. if Toby and Andrew show up in No Way Home, I'm not claiming it is happening. No. But if it does, that's the most revisit I want. Exactly. Like, I don't think you need to circle back around. O- overall, I do think despite the action and despite the, um, you know, the uh, hero versus villain side mm-hmm. of the ending of this film, I think as far as the characters go, they end at a good point. Dude. I don't necessarily feel the need for more. You want a time capsule of the aughts. Watch the Siam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. It's perfect. It, it's, a good little, it, it's a good little trilogy. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, the beginning, middle, and end all do produce something where at the end you're like, that was good. Yeah. I, I, well, I won't project and say that everyone is left with my opinion that uh, that's enough. Oh, I know but, so many people who hate these movies. Uh, 
I and I can't understand that. I yeah. mean, I, even as much as I jab at Spider Man Three, again, it does get some things right. Yeah. I think enough it's fun that to watch enough that this is a good trilogy. I think you can rank the entire trilogy as good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I I I really enjoy them as a whole, and I would only watch Spider Man Three in in consecutive order I, i'd only watch Agreed. them together yeah um as you should but yeah i i don't necessarily want to petition for more i don't want the sam raimi cut i think this is what it is yeah. and i think it should be left as what it is because in general it's looked on fondly and yeah yeah fondly enough that it's impacting the mcu now again um you know the the franchise that it helped set up it's coming exactly. back to uh and and so i think that's awesome i think that's enough yeah. that's referencing and and that's uh giving a reverence to this very good trilogy i uh, don't forget what's your favorite and least favorite yeah quick i was gonna now no no were you gonna say something well kind of okay. um i didn't want to forget that though. no I, yes I, I, <laughs> that's that's coming. yeah um i'll say in while watching the no way home trailer mm-hmm the moment of the Hello Peter, I have not been that excited since Palpatine's laugh at, in oh, yeah. the Tross. Uh, Very similar camera. reactions. Very similar. Um, and I'll also say, let's be honest, guys. We, As we have said, yeah. the Nerd Herder stamped opinion is that the villains are the best part. The villains are let's the best part. Let's bring those back and Toby can stay over there. Yeah, uh, he's kind of old to be Peter Parker, right and, now. and he's also kind of difficult to work with. Yeah, uh, so I, let's just let's just bring the good parts of these films back. Mister Tears, you can stay <laughs> over there, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, because again, I think they're doing that with the Garfield films. I, 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 I liked the villains. Every of, time you I, say I, that, I liked the villains of those films, and I think they're making a good choice in giving them a second outing. I hate my and face. we will talk more about that when we get to those films, but um, I think they're bringing the best parts of these movies. If they happen to bring the Spider-Man back too, okay. But I'm cool. telling you, they're not getting the same level of hype from me nope. as Willem Dafoe and Alfred Milena coming back, man. Right. Like, that's and Jamie that's Fox. the big deal. He looks good. Well, that's what I was alluding. He looks so much better. That's what I was alluding to when I was like, that's, in my opinion, also the best parts yeah. of those movies are the villains. But agreed, uh, we will talk about those next week. But yes. for now, so to end out um, our our Spider Man, our Raimi Spider Man, um, uh, favorite and least favorite for Spider Man yeah. three. Uh, my <laughs> I have a complicated problematic face. My favorite has grown on me since watching this movie for the first time. Because the first time I watched it, Tatuma. I was like. What is this stupid scene? Why is it in the movie? I don't understand. Oh my god, are you talking about the dancing? I'm talking about dancing down the street. Oh my gosh. With the stupid little hair flip in the the dance moves. See that? And I just, I love it so much. See, as that's an my adult. least favorite. Well, here's the thing. Because <laughs> watching it for the first time, I didn't notice like all of the women around him looking at him like a weirdo. And now I notice it. And Good I'm like, for them. Okay, so everybody was in on the joke. Right. And it's so funny to watch now, especially since seeing the the video that a lot of people have done where they take the music out of it and yeah. just have the sound effects. Just the just the dry clapping. Yes. Um I love it so much. Um my least favorite is I don't know, man. I just how they handled Venom, honestly. Because that's fair. I as a fan of Venom and Eddie Brock and 
their love for each other. I guess, you know, I'm I'm biased and I acknowledge that. That's fair. I mean, I would I would say the same. I mean, my favorite thing about the original animated series was Venom. Yeah. Uh, I was one of many thousands, maybe millions of kids that saw that show was introduced to this character. Mm-hmm. That and, was my introduction too. Um just fell in love and I remember having uh, a giant I mean like 13 inch Venom figure uh, I remember I still have my Venom t-shirt that fits mm-hmm. um, and you have a, a black suit Spider-Man figure I do that I I, I keep because uh, it's one of my favorite designs of Spider-Man as yes, well it's so cool there's a reason I love um, uh, these oh my gosh um, uh, Spider-Man Unlimited yeah sorry there, it's the series that came after the animated show where they it's in the future. They did the Batman Beyond thing, right? As they should. And so um, the black on Spider-Man worked very well it as a did. design choice. I really like it. So Minimalist Batman um, works too. Yeah, I have my original um, uh, black suit Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, I was so hyped for Venom that when I found a shirt for, I mean, it's just the Venom logo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I bought it. And did not check the size, and it was the only <laughs> one at uh, the store. I remember I, that, like, it was this of like, yes, I need this. Yeah, because um, Which... it, it was so rare at that age to yeah. find things that represented my nerdiness. Um, so I was just so excited. I bought it, and I, it did. It was a, a men's extra, <laughs> extra large, and uh, being a wee lad at the time, you were a petite little boy. But now I'm a fat man, and it fits perfectly. <laughs> And I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah. So I've gotten to keep a childhood t-shirt. Yeah. I, I love Venom. It's so It's honestly surprising to me that you haven't seen the new Venom. It, honestly, it's just because it's hard to get to, and we've really cut down on buying physical discs. Yeah, so we really have. Um, what's your, what's, what's, so your, what's your because favorite? you started with, I'll say least favorite, was that only because <laughs> it's, um, goofy. It, it's too goofy to be what the symbiote does to Peter Parker. Yes. Like, we get that one scene where he hits MJ, and that's supposed to be enough. But, like, the, this is supposed to completely turn him into the antithesis of himself. Like, mm-hmm. this is supposed to fundamentally break him as a character. And I just don't think it does enough because it makes you moody, because it makes you yeah. all, like, that's not enough reason to quit. I, I Like, I just don't feel like they felt they could do that in film, that they could tarnish their main character, especially mm-hmm. someone as Boy Scout as... Toby Maguire's Peter Parker. Like all the things I praised them for casting him for in the first one lead me to think that that's why they couldn't do it right in the third one. Understandable. And so although as funny and crazy as it is, it I can't help but be like this should be darker. This should be more. Yeah. Unless you think of it as like this is what he thinks a villain should look like and it just uh, trust it me, amplifies there, parts of your personality. Sure, there's justifications for it yeah. up and down, but it just doesn't Although I can understand it and explain it, I don't. I, I still don't like it. Understand. And so that's one of the biggest things I don't like. That's fair. And you know what? The fact that you don't like it doesn't bother me. Good. I still don't like Ghost Rider. Um, <laughs> don't like. Uh, my favorite thing. Um, my gosh, it probably has to be, uh, the ending where um Peter forgives um Sandman. Yes, that is. I, good I think. Ending. You know, um, because he's this unintentional villain of everything, because he's a guy that's just trying to do the right thing and has unfortunately gotten himself in trouble. 
to get that second chance, to get that forgiveness, um, I think is such a big deal. And it's so Mm -hmm. weighty. It's so emotional. And it ties back to some of the things, like I said, that I think the Uncle Ben thing was so warranted and and deserving of uh, half, like, now we get to be like, oh, Uncle Ben again. But, like, that one works so well. Oh, yeah. And it ties directly into this and, and Sandman's character that, again, it just works so well. You could, again, be like, oh, sad villain again. And it's just like, but it works. Yeah, it's important. So so what if it happens again? All villains are broken people if we exactly. remember their humanity. And you just another fantastic action scene. The fight in traffic is so good. Oh, yeah. Especially the part where um, he's in the back of the sand truck and like pulls the sand up with him. It's yeah. so cool. It's uh, so cool, guys. They they really did well. Give it another chance if you don't like with this movie. that. Uh, yeah, I think watch it and have some fun. If anything, watch the trilogy. Yeah. Uh, join us in leading up to our excitement for the possible finale, the ambiguous uh, position of the MCU Spider Man. Either I way, certainly hope not. Whether it's the end or whether it's just a, a pause, we're excited to see it, mm-hmm. and we are reliving our excitement of its past iterations, the original trilogy as well as the duology. Well, of, by watching um, the Garfield po- my movies. least favorite Spider-Mans. Yeah. I don't like these movies. The Garfield ones? I don't like the Garfield ones. Oh, the movies. next one's going to be fun to talk about I then. know. Okay. I have reasons that we will get into in the next one. Yeah. So um, let us know your thoughts for sure. Um, there's links in the description, uh, whether you're listening or watching this, to our social medias. Hit us up. Um, let us know your thoughts on the Spider-Man movies, especially if you end up going back and watching them. Let us know if we changed your mind or if we offended you uh, with our accurate uh, opinions and uh, yeah, whatever. Our highly accurate opinions yeah. unless we're talking about Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, no, I'm right. I don't I, care what, I, you, I I don't care what right. you say. No, I am 100% We can't right, both be right okay, because look, then there's no one okay, left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love you so much. Uh, yeah, check the description for all the important stuff. You can buy Nerd Herder t-shirts uh, at a link. Thanks to our partner, Jesse and Game Infinite. Um, you can What's also get cool Star Wars shirts as well. Or Star Wars adjacent. We can't technically, because of copyright, do Star Warsy, But if you wore them, people would be like, ha-ha, Star Wars. Um, so <laughs> like ch- check movies. that out. Um, buy some coffee on us and um, support the show. Uh, that would also be great. This is a horrible season for me, and I could <laughs> definitely do uh, with some coffee and cocaine. So, How many times have I told you that I miss you in the last few weeks? Uh, constantly. Constantly. Um, there's again, links to our social media, our patron. If you want to pay for this, uh, we don't offer a lot, but what we do is do our own thing and you can support that if you want all of those good things. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to everybody that listens. And we'll be back next week talking about the Garfield movies. Um, and, and seeing what Boop has to say about that to offend Dude, people. I can't wait. If I talk about Garfield. If if I haven't offended you with my ghostwriter opinions, oh, I'm sure I, she will offend you I'm with her Garfield be opinions. Full offensive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. <laughs>